This is Date Night Behind the Screens. So you made it to camp, you unloaded, you found your way into your bunks. Uh, Tommy is staying in the dorms with a bunch of other kids his age. Unwashed masses. Yeah, 10-year-old kids. And uh, it's already starting to smell in there. Yep. It hasn't been long. Yep. Um, it's 10-year-old kids have body odor and they don't realize it yet. Yeah. Jessica, you're staying in one of the small uh, bunkhouses for the employees. Probably one near the stables and barn and sort of that whole area. Um, because this is a camp with resources and enough to sort of have those distinct kind of bunking areas. Um, is there anybody else who stays there with you and helps you with the animals other than the normal staff who work here and don't live here who, you know, keep the animals throughout the course of the whole year? Um, would Lexi have come? She usually tries to come to camp because she can get the free food and stuff like that, but Mm -hmm. you haven't seen her yet, I guess. But does she normally work with you and with the animals? I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Okay, she could. So she she might normally stay with you there. Okay. I feel like even though she's an imaginary character, we should really be calling somebody about a, about a, Alexi. <laughs> like, like, this can't be a healthy living situation <laughs> she's in. Yeah. Well, again, it's the 90s. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, eventually, I guess when night starts to come around, you would figure out that uh, or later in the day, Lexi comes in and drops her stuff off uh, in your room. So you maybe see her bag sitting in the corner or something, at least, even though you haven't necessarily run into her yet. <clears throat> One of the things that kids like to do when they arrive at camp here, though, is they have a a lot of free time on the first day and on the last day. Uh, in the rest of the time while they're at camp, it's pretty regimented in terms of they have activities going on at these certain times, and then you get, like, 15-minute free break, or you get, like, 10 minutes where the canteen is open, and then it's back to doing some sort of event or lunch or cleanup or whatever. <clears throat> but the first day is kind of fun um, if you already know people, because you can just hang out with them and play games. But if you don't, and you don't have a lot of friends at camp, it can be kind of off-putting to just mull around like you would at home kind of because you don't really know anybody or uh, know how to jump into any of the games that people are playing like uh, tetherball or funnel ball or box ball and basketball and stuff like that um, 4chan, reddit <laughs> <laughs> weeble squeeble <laughs> jimmy jimmy shoes you know, all those, all those Ohio-style Jimmy Two-Shoes is one of the best camp games, though, yeah. if you really could figure out the rules and find the good partner. Because if you play with a bad partner, it's just miserable. <clears throat> uh, but one of the things that kids like to do on the first day uh, is check out the museum that's actually on the grounds, which usually, you know, you would pay to enter, but as campers, you can go in and look around for free. And it's sort of a, it's not the coolest thing for kids to go check out, but it's this, like, agricultural and farming museum. So it's got a lot of old tools and knives and, 
you know, that sort of motif going on inside. Like farm equipment, there are a couple tractors. There's one that you can actually climb up on that's sort of outside of the ropes. Uh, and there's sort of like bad mannequins uh, in some of the scenes, like depicting the harvest and things yeah. like that, and weird dairy milking equipment. Ten-year-old me would be bored as shit. Thirty-three-year-old me would be all over that. <laughs> so, I mean, you kind of go in and you're just sort of looking around at the stuff. Uh, maybe even the two of you are still together since there's not a whole lot to do right now. And there's a lot of plaques and stuff, but, you know, there's not much... Uh, enough interest to take the time to like read what this stuff is but just looking at the displays and then moving on to the next is fine right um one of the things that does catch your eye and you've seen it before if you've camped here is there's a small room with these uh taxidermied and otherwise preserved animals so there's like taxidermied farm animals and things like that and that's not creepy at all this jar it's got a two-headed snake uh inside of it which is kind of an odd thing to look at but it's preserved inside it and the big thing is this taxidermy two-headed calf that must not have lived very long uh after it was born and it's kind of set up in the corner of the room and there is a little plaque over there that says kind of like uh oddities of abominations unto the lord (laughs) it's just like oddities of genetics or um uh creatures uh, and it sort of describes creatures born with these defects usually uh don't live very long um and they sort of say where they got the specimens from but most of the rest of the room is just kind of either taxidermied animals or there's even like sections where you can feel like you know what the pelt of certain different animals feel like and they're hanging up under like a picture of each one so you know what a beaver skin feels like versus what like a marten skin feels like so there's a little bit of outdoors kind of stuff that goes along with the camp too not just the farming of the area but some of the uh stuff like tanning and skinning which might go along with kind of like the archery and other maybe hunting themes that the camp has too so it's not um exactly designed for kids but fairly interesting place to check out is there anything that uh, catches your eye as the two of you go through there or that you've seen before and are avoiding or interested in oh this room still smells just as bad as last time are we together yeah oh, okay i probably, don't know if you're you, you probably could there. be taxidermied be animal room yet. i don't really like it in here it's kind of creepy yeah why is that horse smiling? Come on, let's go. Okay. Uh, and you turn around, and uh, you bump into Martin. He's kind of like, you were um, looking at the the animals in there, huh? You're really in the animals, right? Not those. Yeah, those are... Those are weird. Like, live animals are much better than dead animals, right? That's true? Yeah. He thinks he's doing so well. Man. (laughs) Smooth. If you had to pick an animal, like, living or dead, your favorite, (laughs) living or or dead, what would you say your your favorite animal is? Oh, God. 
I don't know, puppies, I guess? Yeah, puppies. <laughs> or cats? Live puppies. Live. Are totally the best puppies. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have to bring Tommy away because he doesn't like this room, so <laughs> bye. See you um, later. Yeah, okay. And he's totally, as soon as you go, like slipping into that room to look around a little bit more. I'm like, Whoa. Kind of petting the beaver pelts. Do you think he's really a serial killer? I don't know, buddy, but you got to do better in getting me out of situations like that, please. I'll just start crying wildly from now on. Maybe that'll work? Yeah, okay. We'll give it a shot. Okay, you start walking out, and there's this section of roped-off farm equipment, like you're not supposed to go back there, and it's got, like, the pull-behind donkey-type plow And then it has some of the, like, attachments for tractors. And then there's a big old tractor back there from, like, the steam era. It's pretty cool. It's got a big boiler on it. And you see Jimmy (laughs) kind of duck under their little rope. And he's starting to climb over on top of the tractor. Because they have the springs on those old seats. Mm -hmm. It would look like a a (laughs) little hobby horse or whatever. Mm -hmm. Jimmy... Get out from there. You know better. I was just going to take a ride on the tractor. No, you know you're not supposed to get back there. You're not my mom. And he grabs the steered wheel. He starts pushing on the seat and pulling the steering wheel as hard as he possibly can and grabbing the shift knob and yanking on it as hard as he can. Jimmy, get off before I get one of your counselors. Fine. He takes the cowboy hat that's now like half folded in his pocket and he unrolls it and he puts it back on his head. You can see it's got all these holes and creases and busted parts in it. And he says, You're not my mom. I'm not your mom, but I work here and you're a camper. So you have to listen. I'll just cry and tell him that you made me cry. My dad paid for me to be here. And I can get your dad called to come pick you up. All right, roll a a charm check difficulty six to convince him to move on. Three. I don't think you're going to call anybody. You've got to work here because your family's going to be poor when the mall opens. And yours won't be? Nope. And he goes back over toward the tractor and he sits on it, and he starts cranking the wheel real hard. I go find a counselor. Okay. You do. Um, and uh, they're like, what? Uh, uh, let's see. You find one of the probably lady counselors at the camp. Uh, let's say Jeanette, who's there. Um And she's kind of outside helping direct people where to go in terms of where they're bunking up and stuff. Hi, Jeanette. Um, Do you know who Jimmy's counselor is? Um, Or where he might be? No. What's what's going on? Jimmy is crawling all over the farm stuff behind (laughs) the ropes, and he's not getting off. (sighs) Okay. Yeah, he loves climbing on that tractor. He did it all last year. Okay, I'll take care of it. All right, do you want me to stay here in direct traffic for a while? No, I think most everybody's shown up by now. Okay. I'll be back here in a minute. It shouldn't take me long to grab that kid by the collar. All right. All right. 
so she goes to do it, and you're sort of free to go about your own business again. You want to go see the goats? They're alive, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. You head over to the actual petting zoo area where the live animals are, and uh, they're out. The people who, again, kind of work here year-round and take care of them are there. Only a few of them are outside. Some are actually still back in the barn, but they have a little area set up where kids can come and go as they please and pet some of the animals and give them some of the food there. I figured when I came in, I'd already talked to them and everything. Yeah. Is there somebody there who you know is like one of the uh, caretakers of these animals who kind of gives you your instructions on what to do or anything like that? Karen. Okay. So Karen's there. Um, She says, hey, Jessica. Hi. um, You're going to be staying with us this week? Oh, that's really good. We have a lot of stuff that we need to do and catch up on. We're going to be glad to have some help. Great. Cool. Um, we've also got a new uh, kid here that we're going to be taking care of. We're not going to let it come out for the for the kids to pet, but uh, it's going to need a lot of bottle feeding and stuff like that. So I know you like that. Yep. Um, so you'll have an opportunity to do that. Um, it's hers, and she points at the goat in front of you. Uh Nancy, but she's not really letting him feed, so we're going to have to take care of him. Alrighty. Alright, um, but you're free, you know, for the rest of the day. Come up here in the morning after breakfast, and we'll get started. Unfortunately, we got a lot of kind of mucking out and stuff like that to do, but you kind of know the drill. Yep. Can I help feed the baby goat? Um. I'll stay with him and make sure he does it right. Sure. Sure, Tommy. Thank you. Yeah, you're you're welcome. You're a sweet kid. Usually. Well, I, I meant the goat. Was, sorry. Did she just call me a goat? I think she was talking. I meant about he's the... a, he's a sweet kid. He should like you. Oh, okay. I'm still not sure where we are, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you go kind of throughout the rest of the day, kind of get settled in. Again, not a whole lot to do on that first day at camp. Um, As it gets close to uh, kind of bedtime, you're split up. You're called back over into your bunk. They kind of go over some of the rules of the camp, which you've heard all before. Bye, Jessica. Bye, Tommy. Kind of say when the bell rings, you're supposed to follow whatever's on the schedule for that time. So make sure that you go there right away. Uh, Don't be late. Um... When the bell rings first in the morning, that's wake up. You have to go and kind of take a shower. You have to do that every day. You have to... um, You hear that, Tommy? Every day. You're not even here. (laughs) Uh, And then there's another bell. 45 minutes later, you got to go for breakfast. And then you have free time. And they give you a little kind of itinerary of what you're doing every day. Um, Once they do that, they say that the last event for the night is the campfire that they do every night and you can kind of go hang around the campfire um, or you could go to bed early but the they ring the bell after uh campfire at 9 30 um for you to go to bed um when you clear off from tommy and he gets all the rules about the day and you head back to your bunk uh alexis is actually in there this time hey lex 
Oh. Um, hey, Jessica. I saw your bag here. It's cool Is that- you staying at camp this year? Yep. It's cool that you came, too. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna help take care of the animals. No, you cool. So I guess we'll be working together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how's your brother been? Doing pretty good. Dad promised to get him a new game if he came along. Ah, uh, that's why you're at camp. Okay. How are things over at Bee Gees? <laughs> kind of the same, but we got a couple of uh, couple of houses from over in the skirts that uh, were getting reclaimed by the banks, and uh, they hired my uncle to go in and clean them out. We found a lot of neat stuff, and she starts uh, digging through her bag real quick, <clears throat> and she pulls out this, like... Uh, little music box type thing. It's just in a actual jewelry box, maybe like that big. And it's got the little crank on the bottom and she cranks it up a little bit and she opens it and it kinda goes ting 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 She says it needs oil or something and she closes it and she puts it back in her bag. Cool. Yeah. There's uh I couldn't really bring a whole lot of it with me, but there's lots of cool stuff we've been getting. What's some of the other cool stuff you've gotten? Oh, man. Uh, we got some old comic books that your brother might want to look at next time he's over there. Ooh, cool. Uh, they're kind of beat up. I don't know if we're going to be able to sell them or anything, but he might be interested in looking and taking some of them. I'm they, sure he'd love to look at them. They're not, like, super old. I think they're, like, from the 80s. They're, like, G.I. Joe or something. Sure, we'll find out when we see him and we... Go back to Bee Gees. Yeah, and um, I don't know. We found some old metal, and uh, I actually found a bunch of tapes that I could record over. I got them all in my bag ready to go. Cool. Any cool songs, or are they movies? No, no, like, yeah, cassette tapes. Okay. I don't know. It's like country crap. I'm just recording over them. guy really liked Kenny Loggins. I don't know. Better than Kenny G. I got some of those, too, at the one of the other states. We find Kenny G stuff all the time. In the bedroom. <laughs> Awkward pause. It's weird sometimes when you go into other people's houses. You see where they had their stuff. Sometimes it's cool. Sometimes it's just sad. What do you mean? I mean, like, a lot of times the people are dead. Like, the houses are abandoned because somebody died in them or they went to a home or something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes maybe their kids have been through them and took what they wanted and just left everything else. And sometimes I guess nobody's been in them. I don't know. It's just weird to see what people cared about and what they kept. and Yeah, that would be sad. Then to just kind of throw it away. A lot of times, you know, we don't. We, we sell it or, or I keep it or 
my uncle keeps it or whatever, but he says we can't keep everything, you know? Well, you can't, because otherwise you'd bury yourself in stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. We don't. We don't keep that much. But some stuff's pretty cool, you know? Yeah, some of it is. <sighs> uh, anyway, you got to come check it out sometime, I guess. Sure. I know I haven't been around much. It was just kind of weird when I was there last time. And I don't like it, stuff when stuff gets when stuff gets weird like that. Yeah. Jessica's just like, um, but you listen to Coast to Coast? But that didn't go well last time she mentioned that, so not going to say it again. Um. Hey, uh, I heard that um, uh, there was going to be a prank tonight. A prank? Yeah. What prank? Um, well, you might want to warn your brother. It's something on the boys' dorm that they were going to do. Okay, what prank? Well, I think, uh, Lisa took some of the fire extinguishers out of the mess hall. And I think she was going to bust in there around midnight or so and blast them off. Okie dokie, let's go find Tommy so we can warn him. Yeah, it might be kind of scary if you're not expecting it. But, uh, do you want to go... I mean, I don't want to, like, go in, but do you want to go watch? See if any of the little kids come running out? No, we need to go warn Tommy. And then, yeah, just to make sure that he's okay. Alright. Okay. Uh, is he going to the campfire? Should be. Well, let, let's head down there. All right. All right. Jessica's already walking towards the door. Nobody's so, picking on her little brother. You head down to the campfire, and it's uh, people singing, people telling stories. Uh, it's kind of sparse there. People are kind of mulling around, not necessarily sitting right around it, but sort of uh, around in the field near the campfire. Some of the camp counselors are smoking. Uh, kind of over in the side. Do you see Tommy anywhere? Uh, make a... Well, first of all, did you go to the campfire or are you back yeah. in the bunks? All right, make a brains check, and it'll be difficulty three. Five! Okay, you <gasps> there he is! Quickly spot Tommy. Hey, Tommy. We don't have s'mores. Maybe later in the week, I don't know. I was promised s'mores. Hey, I got some. I got marshmallows. <gasps> I don't have any crackers or I anything. I like marshmallows. But uh, I got some marshmallows from the mess hall. Um, I also got um, I got canteen duty, she says, so I can hook you guys up. That sounds awesome. Yep. I've been trying to get it ever since I've been here. Hey, Tommy. <laughs> you just handing me marshmallows as she's popping them too. Lexi told me that there's going to be a prank tonight. What? Around midnight. They say that Lisa stole some extinguishers from the mess hall and it's going to spread in the boys' dorm. So you need to be pay attention when it gets close to midnight, okay? <laughs> just are you, is your bunk by the door? 
Um, no, I'm 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 on the the, the far corner. Okay, good. That's probably the best spot then. Okay, it's it's room three, I think. Okay, just just be careful. Okay, because if kids start running around, I don't want you to get hurt. I've got this. And he pulls out the little uh, like nail clippers with the knife in it. <laughs> don't stab anybody. I mean, just for defense, right? Don't stab anybody. Okay. Hey, by the way, it's been a month, I, I think, since we played last time, so you might still have the fan, but it probably doesn't still work. <laughs> it's, a spray bo- it's a spray bottle now. Yeah. Like, I've done the kid thing. I've even popped the fan off. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't get in the way. I just found it impossible to rep- repair, uh, replace the batteries. So that's the I reason why mine never... motor burned out. <laughs> That's why mine never lasted. You tried to go to sleep with a rubber band around it so that you could use it as a <laughs> And then it falls and hits the pillow or your face or something. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, just heads hey, up, Tommy. Je- hey, Jessica, do you remember that fan you bought me like a month ago? Uh-huh. What a piece of shit. <laughs> I warned you. Okay, I'm sorry. A little detour there. No, you're not sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anything Bye else you want to do tonight? Hang out in the cabin with my cabin mates. Okay. After traditional camp songs and whatnot. Tommy found an ordinary rock on the ground, but in his 10-year-old mind, it's a whetstone. He's just back in his room. Probably making the blade more dull. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure he is if he's rubbing it on a rock. I'm ready. <laughs> Jessica rolls her eyes, gives her brother an awkward hug. Why are you in the boys' dorm? I'm not. Oh, this okay. was at the end of the campfire. Oh, I thought we were in, back in the dorms now. My bad. And then we go back to the dorms and hang out with our respective. And sharpen our blades. Yeah. Okay. Well, over at the stables uh, kind of area mm-hmm. in that dorm, it's just the two of you. Who are staying there? You're That's the not only creepy two at all. Volunteers who have helped decided to. <laughs> That's help not creepy at all. There take care go. of the animals. Most of the other people have come. They're coming just to do the general grunt work, wash the dishes, take stuff out, or they're coming here to help in the kitchen, um, or otherwise, kind of in the air conditioned areas of the camp. You're kind of the only ones who have volunteered to work outside. Um, and all the people that do this job have houses nearby. The people who actually work there, yeah. So they don't need a ton of volunteers there either to help. But it's just the two of you. So you're in this bunk. It's probably got four beds in it. It's got like two bunk beds. But it's just the two of you. I'm on the top bunk of one of them. Okay, she goes underneath. Hey, the top bunk is pretty cool. You could have that one too if you want. Yeah, I could. Think we, we can we move these use beds? That for like, you mean like make a double? Almost. What do you mean? Like instead of having them on the either side, we could like put them closer together, in the middle on the back. And, and do what? I don't know. Talk or something. And that way, it's we're not on different sides of the clubhouse, cabin. Okay. Building thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we could move them. Noun. <laughs> Words work not. Yeah, I could put my radio, like, right in the middle. 
Oh, you brought that. Yeah, I've got it. She goes into her bag. Hard belt for two weeks. <laughs> she takes it out. She puts it like on the floor, and she's almost like rubs some of the dirt or dust off of the top of it with the sleeve of her shirt that she's wearing around her waist. And she's like, I got it right here. I taped some pretty good episodes, too, if you want to listen during the day, if we have, you know, some downtime or whatever. Got some good stuff on there. Ah. Did I tell you about the guy with the hole in his backyard? Yep. Something about a dead dog was no longer dead. Right. It showed up. There was a story that farmers used to throw their cows down there, too, just to get rid of them, like if they died and they didn't want to do something with them. Mm-hmm. And the guy, he took this thing of fishing line and he hung it up in the middle so that it wouldn't touch the sides of the holes. And he just let it down and down and down and down. And it took reel and reel and reel after reel of line and it never touched the bottom. It's so weird. Yeah. What would you do if you had a hole like that in your backyard? Why is there nobody else in my cabin? <laughs> um, I would probably throw my trash down there, I guess. Yeah, he said the whole town used to do that. They used to come and throw their trash down there. Yeah, that totally makes sense. never fill up. Except for the cans. you got to bring those to get cash back. Yeah, I don't think they do that. In, I think he was in, like, Washington. Do they do that in Washington? I think they do it with glass. Oh. Okay. Well, anyway, I've got that one uh, that I taped. I've got some some other good ones. There's one about somebody who thought he could travel through time. There was another guy who was building, like, this Jacob's Ladder of electronics because he thought he could travel in time with it. But I, I think he was nuts. Most of the people on there, pretty believable. But I think that guy was a little bit nuts. Oh, yeah, that guy definitely sounds nuts. He can't just run a bunch of wire around itself again and again to travel through time. That's not how you do it. Just looks at her kind of funny. I don't know. I've never traveled through time. (laughs) But it's got to be more complicated than that. Boy, I sure am happy none of my roommates are crazy. Yeah, it's like all we need to do is get a DeLorean or something. And then we can travel through time. Yeah, that would be cool. forward through time. If you could travel through time, where would you go? I don't know. I guess I should say when would you go, right? Yeah. Did you ever think about how, like, if you traveled through time and the world is, like, moving around the sun, like, you might pop up in a different place where you weren't actually on the world anymore and you'd just be dead. Can we talk about something else? Well, it's almost midnight. Do you want to go to see what's happening over at the dorms? Yeah, I don't want to talk about going back in time. No? No. Oh. Okay. <sighs> it's good to talk to you again. I don't think I've talked to anybody in a long time. <laughs> So you start walking uh, out. It's a pretty good haul to get over to where the boys' bunks are. Plus it's dark. Yeah, you kind of have to go through this little path through the woods. They've got these little trails that are, uh, we've got like these thin pieces of wood on the side, and there's this ground-up blue stone 
uh, in the middle of them that kind of twist through the woods and zigzag, but it's a way to make sure you stay on the path and don't get lost. Um, but you sort of go through and there's big hardwoods like nearby, like some overgrown over onto the path. Uh, but it's still nice during the day, a little spooky, uh, maybe at nighttime. My little flashlight. Yeah. Um, you're walking along, headed toward the dorms or the bunks, and, and you make it over there. And you do sort of get a glimpse of the couple of girls who are standing outside of the dorm, maybe 100 feet away or so. I, once I see their lights, I turn mine off. Okay. Can you see okay, Lex? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know what we're going to see, but... Just want to make sure that Tommy's okay. Okay, I'm, that's fine. I mean, it's not much else we're going to do. You sure you don't want to, I don't know, try to get closer or anything? Well, duh. Got to get closer than this. Okay. Well, let's let's be quiet about it so we don't get in trouble. Obviously. All right. Let's roll, uh, uh, let's say flight difficulty four. I have a five. Five. Okay. <laughs> you had to add that to it? I did add it to it. Okay. Because uh, it's a D4. What did oh. you roll? A four. You get to roll again, passed. and a four passes. Oh, three. If you seven. roll the max, you get to roll it again. I'm sorry. So that's a seven, which is higher than mine. Um, so you, not super stealthily or anything, but kind of move up and then sort of crawl on the ground up to this little sloped area where Ticks. you can get a good view of the... I don't want to... <laughs> where you can get a good view of the door. Kids aren't thinking about ticks, are they? New York, maybe. <laughs> um, anyway, so you get a pretty good view of the door and you watch. It is Lisa, who's actually one of the youngest counselors here. She's like probably 17 or so. And she's got some of the actually 10-year-old type girls, some of her campers who are in on this prank with her. And she's sort of leading this little band of children into the boys' dorm to uh, have their initial bonding experience here at camp. So she slowly um, puts them sort of over to the side and gets them to, like, uh, knock on some of the windows at first. And you see them doing that. Okay, kids, let's antagonize someone based on perceived tribal differences. Yes. <laughs> and after doing that uh, for a little while, um, you see some of the lights come on inside the place and all the little girls go running back, like, off into the woods to hide. And you see one of the counselors for the boys uh, come outside. Just kind of look around a little bit. Doesn't seem to notice anything. He goes back inside and you can see some of the lights turn back off. Like he's just telling the kids, like, be quiet. There's nothing going on. You sit there for a little while and it looks like they're trying to give things time to cool back down again before they run back in. Um, and as they are, uh, roll... Hmm? I was just going to say, is, is there any way Tommy can, like, warn his counselor that this is going to happen? Sure, if you want to. Um, hey, Kevin? Yeah, Tommy? 
What is this? What is this voice? It's me, Kevin, Tommy. What is it? Peter. No. Um, <laughs> um, I heard that some of the girls stole fire extinguishers. What? And they're going to, like, prank us at midnight? It's almost, well, it's after midnight, I believe. Oh, okay. It must have been false then. Good night, Kevin. Huh? Good night, Tommy. Again, absolute pleasure watching you work. (laughs) It's nothing but quality today. Uh, So uh, maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes pass after that conversation. Uh, You just hanging out in bed going to sleep or what? Yes. (laughs) Sleeping. (laughs) With your knife. (laughs) Waiting. So you're laying there trying to stay awake, but holding your knife. Yep, I guess much. let's roll to see if you can I mean, stay awake. I, 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 I'm making a joke of holding it out, but I'm, I'm not really waiting to fucking stab well, someone. I was just wondering if you were trying not to go I to sleep. Have it with me, but yeah, yeah, tr- trying not to go to sleep. Okay. I'd I say that get, would be a. I don't want to get scared. I already, to, I already don't like the dark. To stay up that late in the dark. At ten years Not old. exhausted yet because it's first day of camp. But it's probably still pretty hard. I'd say that would be a grit check of like ten. Fourteen. Yeah, pretty good. Okay, so you're still awake, like nervous in your bed. Like there's something gonna happen, something's gonna happen. I'll um, you heard some of the tapping on the window and stuff a little bit earlier. Demon! Um, and you looked out. I had that experience at Didn't camp. Didn't really see anything. Um, you're outside. Make a brains check. Brains. Difficulty 12. What do you have? My D6. Th- my oh, you better roll good. <laughs> oh. You didn't roll good. A one. Yeah. Real bad. I don't really see too much of what happens, but uh, you do kind of get the impression that everybody goes and runs in like their lights aren't on, but you can see the door open and then you hear the and you hear some boys inside screaming, basically, Tommy. <laughs> you see um, somebody bust in. It's a... Uh, you said like you were in a separate room, so it's not all like one bunk. So we could say that there's a bunch of the little rooms. The only camp experience that Master's I've ever had in. was was yeah the Masters Inn. We each had our own. It was like five or six guys to a room, right? And then a main hallway. Yeah. So somebody come in that main hallway, and like there's maybe not even like separate doors on those other rooms, okay. or there's like curtains or something. Open. And they just kind of push the extinguisher into the first few rooms and do that. But they never make it all the way down the hallway to you. Okay. Uh, but while that's going on, you uh, I would like you to roll a brains check also. Brains. Still difficulty 10. Roll an 8. Roll an 8. Roll an 8. 5. Okay. 5? Five? You, 5. Here's some thunking and stuff, but it kind of blends into all the other noise that's going on. So Tommy, being afraid of the dark, is just like he's he actually now has gotten the blade out. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of sitting there, shrunk down under his covers. You know, like 10-year-olds do when they're afraid. They cover themselves and pretend like it's all 
fine or whatever. Mm-hmm. That, he's, he's pretty much doing that. What point. about your flashlight? I have a flashlight? Sure. You're at camp. You probably do at camp. You have to go to the bathroom during the night. It's probably I not a, very good. I'm holding it, ready to like turn it on to blind somebody in my stupid 10-year-old head. <laughs> okay. Blind uh, him and then stab him if I have to. It never, sort of never happens. Like, you hear the commotion... Um, you hear some of the counselors kind of yelling, but the girls have quickly turned around and left, and they're kind of fleeing through. They run past where Alexis and Jessica are laying on the ground across that stone, kind of stone dust path, and start running back in that direction. As they giggle and scream and run away and giggling and screaming Mm -hmm. excitedly. Yeah, they're basically just laughing and having a good time. And now I know Kevin is a plant put there by the girls' dorm to lull us into a false sense of security. Maybe Kevin and Lisa are dating. I informed him of the threat and he did nothing. (laughs) Oh, man. Looks like you were right. No one's buying it, Kevin. You sound like Mr. Nezzer from the VeggieTales. Oh. Oh, well, all right. Uh, Everybody try and get some sleep now. All right. Everything should be done now. And they should have got it all out of their system. Or the sm- <laughs> fire extinguishers. Oh. Well, what's the matter, Tommy? I told you about this. You were right. You, you were definitely you right. nothing. Nothing. Well, you said at midnight, all I said was it, it was after. What was I going to do, Tommy? Post a guard. <laughs> well... Maybe from now on we'll we'll keep watches and shifts. Maybe that would be a good idea. Or we could go to sleep. Why don't we go to sleep, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> Roll a charm check. Oh boy, that's my smallest <laughs> dice. That's a, that's a three plus one four. Okay, Tommy. What were you trying to do there? Was that supposed to be intimidating? I don't know if it was supposed to be intimidating or not, but I was just like letting him know that I'm on to him and I'm watching him now. He's already back to his bed. Like he's clearly a girl plant staring up at the ceiling. He's in the, in your room. There's like three bunks. Uh, so there's for six kids. And then there's the single bed that isn't a bunk bed that each room has for a counselor. And he's in that. dice. Thank you. So, um, eventually, night passes. Uh, fairly uneventful, I guess, other than that. Lex and I, I guess, sneak back to her bunk after a while. Yeah, with that one stealth check, nobody kind of saw you there. So, you make it back. Um, again, it's just the two of you there. She turns on the radio, and you probably fall asleep at some point before she does and wake up in the morning and start going about your day. Um, Throughout the course of the day, there's a few activities that Tommy would be uh, subjected to that he must participate in, uh, including sort of games and uh, stuff like that. There's a water balloon uh, fight. I'm getting a game. I'm getting a game. I'm getting a game. I'm getting a game. (laughs) Tommy, come on. Let's go feed the kid now. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so you get to break off from uh, one of these kind of competitive uh, things that you've probably already been knocked out of, and you're just kind of sitting yeah. on the side. Like, I'm I'm an indoor boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring him back later, Kevin. 
All right. Um, but we're going to need them for that for the next round of this capture the flag here. You're not fooling anyone. Oh, that kid. <laughs> Kevin. Okay, just, come on, Kevin. He's still got his 80s short shorts. Come Me? On. Come on, Kevin. Tommy. 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 Huh. Forgot my okay. brother's name. <laughs> so you head over, and there is a little baby kid. It's maybe <laughs> a week and a half old. Uh, that uh, Nancy had, no, Karen. Nancy is the goat. Nancy had sired the <laughs> birthed. <laughs> Let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Kevin named Karen Goat. Go Karen, Kevin. Just gotta have the milk juice now. <laughs> so do that. There's a there's a baby goat that Kevin had sired. <laughs> what? Uh, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> so she had shown you kind of where the food was and whatever. If it's out, you have to actually go milk Nancy and fill it up and then bring it back to the little kid goat who they actually haven't named yet. They do sell goat milk. Yeah, but just the mother's milk. So you head there and feed it? Is there? Yeah. Okay. Anything? Why you want to play that out? Or don't have to play it out. Just making sure that he gets to help feed the goat. Okay. Feed the goat. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't know. Okay. Uh, So you guys are in the barn, uh, in one of those rooms again that isn't open for the kids to come in and harass the animals and the kids can't mess with the kids right um and as you are you uh hear a couple people walk into the kind of main part of the barn that's not where the animals go but where some of the tools and stuff is and has entrances to all the different stalls and you hear them uh talking one of them is uh karen and the other one is a a man, and you don't recognize his voice. And Karen says, um, well, she's working with me, so she's around here part of the day. She was here this morning uh, doing some shoveling, but, you know, she might have went back, I don't know, to get cleaned up or something like that. Well, it's still, I must say, it's kind of unusual uh, that you're around looking for her. Um I know the the manager sent you to me, and supposedly you told him why you were looking. But I'm, I'm still a little bit interested to know myself before I leave you alone with a child here at the camp. To be honest, and the man kind of says, "I'm on uh, official business here. Um, I've again, I've t- I've talked to the manager about it, but the less people who know uh, exactly what." sort of business I'm on, the the better it is for everyone. Uh, and you can hear all kind of this through the stall door, um, the two of them having this conversation out there. Stranger danger. Be quiet. Um, she says, well, that's fine. I mean, you can go look around the camp for the girl who you don't know who you look like, or you could actually... <laughs> Or the girl you don't... <laughs> have I mentioned you look a lot like her? You could go walking around the camp looking for this girl who you really don't know 
what she looks like and, you know, run your chances that way or ask around to a bunch of other little kids who are going to see you here in your black suit that sort of stands out a little oddly. Or if you, you know, you want to wait here and have me, you know, bring her to actually have this conversation between you and her and me, then that would be fine too. He says, um, the nature of the conversation that I need to have is for my ears and for her ears only. Um, Sorry, uh, there's nothing else I could do about that. I have to determine whether or not uh, she needs to be brought in for her own safety. And um, she just says, well, I guess you can hang around and see if she shows up here then. I have work to do. And she turns around and you hear one of the other stalls kind of open and she walks uh, inside and closes it behind her. Mike, you're disturbing. And he's just kind of walking around pacing now, like in that area between you and kind of the way out, unless you went out into the paddock, like the stall door opens into the barn on one side and into the paddock on the other. Yeah. feeding the goat. Right, but what are we doing right now? Staying here for now. Okay. I think we're staying here for right now. Okay. So you hang around for a little while. Again, you can just kind of see the shadow of this guy out there kind of pacing back and forth. And eventually you hear... um, Do you think he has a gun? Are you trying to peek out at all? or no? No, I'm just asking. Okay. I don't know. You think they were after Alexa or something? I don't know. Alexi? Alexis? Lexi? <laughs> You're a really good friend, you know that? There's 800 names that I've learned in the past three hours. <laughs> All right, if you're going to try to be quiet in there, It's I a guess. barn. We weren't really having those last three sentences worth of discussion. <laughs> you probably were. Just because he is in there. So roll a flight check. Difficulty three. If I put all these to side, can I wait till I roll before I decide whether mm-hmm. or not? Okay. Six. Two plus one equals okay. three. Fair enough. Uh, you're fairly silent in there, or he's, you know, pacing back and forth, and the one time you think he might have heard you, he just kind of walks near to the door. <laughs> and then the goat in the stall next door kind of bleats. And, you know, mm, mm. animals. And he just goes back to pacing. And after a little while, you hear outside the barn kind of the, Jessica! And it's Alexis. Jessica! You over here? Open the door. Yeah. Which door? I open the stall door, holding the baby goat milk bottle. Back into the barn itself? Where the dude is? Where along the path is this dude? So you're in the barn, kind of near the middle, Mm -hmm. probably, right? And he's maybe to the left of you. 
and Alexis is walking in from the front of the barn, which would be to the right of you. Then, yes, going out in the, that way, trying to drag Tommy with me and pretending like there's nothing going on. Okay. The guy kind of looks over his shoulder and sees you and sees the other girl walking into the barn, and he turns around. So if you're trying to... Now that I'm out, can I see if he has a gun? Yeah. Uh, you give him a look over. He is wearing sort of a dark suit, the white shirt, um, no tie. Um, he's got a pair of sunglasses that are hanging down from some, uh, like a lanyard around his neck. Um, doesn't appear to have a gun. Um, if he does, it's maybe concealed. You could roll a brains check. Uh, I won't tell you the difficulty, I guess. Five. It doesn't seem like there's that he's carrying a weapon or anything. Are you Batman? Tommy, <laughs> shush. No, no, son. I'm not Batman. Are you Alexis? Do I he, look like a girl? Well, he's sort of talking to I answer everybody anyways. who's walking. Okay. And what are you doing? Going over to Lex. Okay, she's like, hey, Jessica, I was looking for you. Gesticulating as subtly as I can. Okay. <laughs> Just roll oh, hey, Brittany. General uh, charm check. I think a seven at advantage because you're being assisted by Tommy. Jesus. I rolled a one the first time. At advantage and a poker chip. Okay. Or adversity token. So he says, uh, here's you call her Brittany. Hey, Britt. And she just kind of looks oddly at you, but... I'm already making big faces at her. some of his attention with the Batman thing, and he kind of gives you a big smile when you say that to him. He's like, you think that I'm, I'm Batman, little boy? I mean, you could be. Swing. <laughs> well, I guess I, I could have been called worse, I guess. Let me ask you a question, kid. You know, a little girl here by the name of Alexis Catalano. Um, I don't really know any of anybody, but the girls dorms would have, would, would know. Yes. I don't think she's a camper, a worker here. I just know some of the, some of my friends and then my sister here. Yeah. And he kind of looks and didn't get a great look at, uh, Alexis because she was coming up and you kind of got in the way and then sort of distracted and turned her around. <sighs> he says, hmm. All right. Miss Karen would know. All right. Thank you, little fellow. Okay. And he just kind of stands around. Hey, do Let's you have go. a gun? No. No, I don't. Inside check. <laughs> uh, yeah. Roll a... I'll put that under charm because it has to do with social interaction. I'm not great. Uh, And since it's insight, sort of, again, I won't give you a a DC. Four. Three, seven, eight total. That's pretty good. Um, It seems like. He the way he was very easygoing and kind of laughed when you said it, like 
You don't think he's carrying a gun. There's no, no. Batman doesn't use guns. And he winks at you. But you're not Batman. No, I'm not. So you could use... And he's... (laughs) Kind of like tassels your hair. Go on, kid. I'm not so big on the touching. Okay. (laughs) And you head off. And you start walking away uh, from the stables area. And Alexis is like, Brittany? Do I look like a Brittany? And she kind of motions to her clothes. I'm I'm ten. Best I could do. He, well, he likes Britney Spears, so I do not. What so do you think? You don't do you don't like Britney Spears, Tommy? I I I don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. Whatever. Uh, That's why Tommy wanted me to sleep over at your house. Maybe Tommy have up, a thing Jessica. for Britneys. Whatever, Tommy. Anyways, why I'm was that guy looking you, for you? Whoa, 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 whoa. What? You heard him. He was asking if one of us was Alexis. No, I didn't hear that. That's why we called you Brittany. Why would somebody be oh, looking no. for you? That guy? Yeah. yeah. Tall, dark, and scary. With maybe a gun. Beauregard I don't think said he had a gun. Somebody came by the house looking for me one day, I don't know, a couple days ago. Before we headed up here to, to camp. You should go to Illinois and change your name. What? I saw it on a show. What is he watching? It's like witness protection stuff. I don't know. It's when he's at home and I'm working. So Why? like all the time. What did, what did your uncle say about this guy? Um, he said some guy in a suit showed up. Said he was... Had some questions for the family. Said he'd wait for all of us to be there. Any idea what about? I don't know. We had some people come by before about the mess we had from the town, but this didn't sound like anything like that. Well, I mean, you guys do have a lot of stuff, but whatever. We got it behind a fence. Uh That was the rule they had. Yeah. I know the fence has fallen down. This guy didn't look like a guy complaining about a fence, though. No, he didn't. No, no, no. Maybe he's from the CIA. Tommy, what are you watching? I I like TV. (laughs) What else have you been doing lately? I mean, aren't you into, like, the coast-to-coast stuff? Have you been doing anything else with that? Um, I mean, I don't do anything with it. I mostly just... Listen, if I can get on a computer, sometimes I'll go into a chat room and see what other people have to say. That's what it is. Dad always tells us never to go in chat rooms because it's full of creeps. What? He does say that. I never met any creeps. You've met people? I mean, virtually met them. I haven't met anybody. Okay, well, that's at least better. I'm not stupid. You should never meet people you meet on the internet. They're all so far away anyway. I don't know how I would meet them. Because they can drive. I mean, we're getting our licenses next year. Maybe you are. I don't know what I would drive. I'm going to be on the stallion a long time, she says. That's her bike she mentioned earlier, the stallion. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Sorry, I was looking over there at the weird noise. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm fidgeting. <laughs> oh, He's got a fidget spinner. I it was the I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I did hear it at one point, and I leaned over and was like, "Is that one making noise too?" And no, then I figured it was sorry. Mike. <laughs> old 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 habits die hard. It's okay. This is the '90s. There are no fidget spinners. We have pogs. Move your slammer. Hey, Jessica, I've got a great fidget idea for a toy. <laughs> Not now, Tommy. <laughs> It'll never catch on. <laughs> you should never, never meet people you meet on the internet. All right, Mom. I know, right? She's always getting mouthy like that. All right, Tommy. Thanks for sharing our date night with us and exploring a whole new world together. We'll see you again next week. Until then, keep in touch by following us on Twitter at Date Night Podcast or visiting datenightpodcast.com. 